Hey, hello, and welcome to the Friendship News Hour presented to you by Bovardu Media. Today is March 17th, 2022. His name is Frank. My name is Alex, and it's a late night friendship. <laughs> Cheers. My name is Frank now. Am I changing my name? <sighs> That's where we're at, man. Okay, I feel it's, it. And that, it's technically, were you were wrong because it's March 18th here, my friend. Oh, my bad. Damn, so, have we ever recorded in two different time zones before? I don't think so. That's crazy. Like that? We're on two different days. You're in the future. It's awesome. What, what do I even call this thing? I don't even know how to label it now. Dude, AFC West needs to slow down a little bit. The sports signings need to slow down a little bit, man. It's been crazy. I feel like the elite are trying to block my news of otherworldly things going on, like Ukraine and others, by sports signings. All I see on my phone every 10 minutes, I feel like, is this person did this. This person did this. Baker Mayfield wants a trade. Dude, can you believe that? Hold on. Can we talk about that for a second? Can you believe that? Can you believe Can you believe Baker Mayfield demanded a trade? <laughs> can, can you believe that it got denied? Oh, my God. Right after they tried to sign Deshaun Watson? Yeah. How embarrassing of a time it is to be Baker. And I like Baker. I'm, I am Listen, I've always stood up for Baker Mayfield, but oof, yeah. man, it's a rough time to be Baker Mayfield right now. <laughs> Golly. How do you demand trade if you're Baker Mayfield? Like, what have you done? You have all the tools around you to succeed, other than maybe a line. I don't know. I don't know how good their line is, but like skill position wise, they're pretty set. Yeah, there should be a better team. I, I mean, listen, he's only one part. He's he's sure. not the greatest. He's pretty inaccurate. They can't make all the throws. Who can? Who needs a quarterback that bad? I don't know. I feel like I saw plenty of uh, Baker Mayfield overthrows and underthrows this season to justify that statement. But I mean, who did he have? La- I don't even know. Who did he have last year? Last yeah, to throw to you're saying? I mean he had yeah. Landry and Odell. For a small while he had Odell. Yeah. I, I really don't know, man. Peoples Jones, he's actually been pretty decent in the league. Shout out Michigan. Yeah, he's pretty solid. But yeah, AFC West looks uh primed and reared for action, man. They made some waves, made some moves. Yeah, talk to me. I saw Devontae Adams signed with the Raiders, or he's getting traded to the Raiders. Dude, yeah, he I forget if it's traded or I think he's signing. No, because I think he was a free agent. Yeah. I think he's signing with the Raiders. Th- this is how much he wanted to get out of Green Bay. The Packers were willing to match any offer that he got. And he said, nope. That's crazy. I'm out. I thought he loved playing with Aaron Rodgers. You think it's just the organization, maybe? I, it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. Maybe, they, I don't know. I thought they were I thought they were tight. I you kind of so. have to be when you're that good of a, ta- like a tandem, you know? You got to be in tight with your guy. So the only question I have is, did he know, Aaron Rodgers know about that? Yeah, I'm curious. Before he signed. Because he is signed. Yeah, he is signed. It says the Packers, they, tr- they got two prime 2022 picks. Oh, they Sorry. traded him. That's right. Yeah, a first and a second. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a big haul. That's huge. I mean, he's a great player. That's a big haul. I caution it. I mean, I can think of so many different wide receiver deals in Raiders history that have just like not worked out at all. True. Andy, Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. Yeah. Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper. Damn, yeah. True. Very true. They all go there to die, dude. It's just like where careers go to end. I don't know why anybody would ever sign a long-term contract with an organization like that. I like Derek Carr. I think he's a solid quarterback. I think it's a bad rap. Yeah. You know, I think he's pretty solid. I think he's a gamer, but damn, dude. I don't know about the Raiders. We'll see. I could be wrong. I mean, Denver could be pretty good, bro, with the weapons that they have. And now if, if Russ can play at a high level, I, I don't know. I, did he tuck her off last year? I didn't watch a lot of Seahawks games. Yeah, I mean, kind of, but so did the whole Seahawks team. So it yeah. was just it was just like, a, I don't know. To me, I feel like it, would just, it was like a natural pro- or regression of like a kind of a shitty team or not as great of a team. But he's still a gamer. I still think he's top five, top seven. Okay. I think he still could be for sure. I think he still could be. And then what, the Chargers got? Khalil Mack from the Bears for like nothing. I guess they took on his contract, but they took they got yeah for it was like it was a fourth and sixth, and they got um 
I forget the court, or the cornerback's name or or the the defensive back's name from the Patriots. Okay, they signed him to a big ass contract. Who's that, McCordy? I forget his name. Okay, got you. Yeah, I wasn't very familiar with him, but Damn. apparently solid. They signed him a lot of money, so they're making moves. And then the Chiefs are, you know. The Chiefs are the top of the AFC West until basically the AFC until they're not. So that's got to be the strongest division in football this year, right? Yeah. Although I think it's getting overplayed a little bit. Like I don't know that I think it'll be tough for the Raiders to win more than ten games. So they'll they'll probably go nine and seven or less. I think it'll be really tough for the Broncos to win ten games. That's true. And so the Chiefs are going to be good, and the Chargers will be good. The Chargers will be like. They'll be solid. They got they got enough firepower and offense to win a lot of games. And mm-hmm. if they can stop the run, then they'll be good too. So we'll see. But a lot of waves there. Who's in the Bills division? That's the Patriots, the Jets, and the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't think that. I'm trying to think what the best division in football is going to be. The Cowboys division is going to be a joke this year. If they don't win that division, oh my God. For sure. It's going to be, for sure it'll be the AFC West. Got to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe the South, NFC South, depending on where Deshaun Watson goes. That shit's crazy. How did that just, I did, do you read that story? I didn't even read that story. He just like one judge said no and (laughs) all those cases just dropped. Is that what happened? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know what judge has that much. They must all be connected to one thing. And if it's like a class action, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn. That's wild. So he's, yeah. But like every team I'm hearing, like I heard the, I mean, the Browns got shut down. I heard the Panthers got shut down. Falcons and the Saints. Falcons and Saints. Yeah. I think I'd rather see him in this. Probably in New Orleans. That'd be cool to see him in Atlanta. Atlanta. Who's their receiver? Who's They have Kyle Pitts. I don't even remember. It's so funny. Once football season's over and I stop watching it for a couple months, my football knowledge is just gone. Yeah, I don't right. I don't keep up with it almost at all in the offseason. I'd like to see Deshaun and Michael Thomas. I think they could do some work together. That'd be tight. But yeah, That'd be I really cool. IDK, you watch any basketball today? I watched zero basketball today. Just not into it, huh? Um, it's not that I just was like crazy busy today, man. I just had so much shit going on and, uh, I, it barely even registered to me that March Madness was like, was like here. I knew it was here, but I didn't fill out a bracket or nothing. Talk to me though. Are you busted already? Uh, dude. Yeah. I, don't, I, I picked a 50% today is what I was just told by my phone. And that hurts a little bit. Isn't that about average? Yeah, maybe it is. I have no idea. I, opening round though. I feel like those are the seat. Those are the easy picks, bro. Those are the safe ones for the most part. I feel like, yeah. I feel like the upsets come more in the second round, but usually you don't see 15, 16, seeds knock off number ones but st peter's did just that today against kentucky uh nice. beat them 85 to 79 in overtime so good go underdogs yeah and ooh. the michigan wolverines won today so what is the st peter's mascot st peter's mascot is john peters it's just this dude that they respect a lot and uh <laughs> no their their mascot is the, the st peter's peacocks that's tight <laughs> I'd love to be a peacock. Fuck yeah, I just took down a wildcat. Do they say go peacocks or they say go cocks? They better say go cocks. Because in South Carolina, they say go cocks. Yeah, the game cocks. That's a weird one, right? What does that mean? Like you're cocked and ready to go? What's a game cock? Like, like a game bird. Like, like a bird to shoot. Okay. Just makes me think of like the size of your cock right before a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where this college is. St. Peter's. Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey, yep. Right on. The Dirty Jurors. I did see San Diego State loss. I saw Michigan won, and that's about it, man. Michigan upset Colorado State. Go blue. It's crazy being an adult and doing like a bunch of crazy responsible things on St. Patrick's Day during <laughs> March Madness. Whereas like yeah. not that long ago at all, like I would play hooky from work and just get blocked out. Right. I would be asleep right now. It's 1220 here. <sighs> 
in the morning. The I'd times have changed, man. Car bombs in the fucking middle of nowhere, probably. They're called, you can't call them car bombs no more. What are they? Irish jigs? I forget what they're called. Uh, bomb, or I don't know, dives, I don't know. A shot. Wow. That's, uh, car bombs are offensive or what? Well, yeah. Do you, do you know about that? Do you know about like North Ireland and mm-hmm. like the terrorist attacks and shit? No, no, educate me. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. All right. I have to pull it up because I only know like the cliff notes of this story, but it's wild. I think like North Island got into it with, I guess they were like separatists. I don't know what happened, but there was uh, a car bombing in like the late nineties and it killed like 30 people, injured like another 200. Jesus. All right. Well, that was crazy. Yeah. Why and so they, they named car bomb? A, a drink Jesus. out of it. Yeah. It's just what we all called it. What the fuck do we know? You know, like <laughs> yeah, we were just like, okay, I'll take car bombs are delicious. Uh, it turns out oh it's like a, a terrible, terrible thing. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll never use the phrase again, but uh, dude, I once at a bar, and I think you might've even been there on St. Patrick's Day, downtown Chicago, spent $130 or $120 on a round of shots of uh, just car bombs. I think I got, I think I got 12 car bombs and they were each 10 bucks and I didn't know. I was like, oh, as a college yeah. kid, that, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt bad. That's dude. rough. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough times. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy growing up. It's weird. I want to play a game with you. Okay. I like where this is going. Is it Twister? Not quite. Fuck. It's going to be something like Family Feud. All right. Okay. I like it. I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Every time that I'm going to ask you this question, it's going to be in this form. If you had to guess what a percentage of American adults blank. Okay. So for example, yes, yes, if you yeah, had to guess you. what percentage of American adults wear Crocs? Mm, man, I mean, it's the, one of the best footwear ever designed. I definitely own some. I would say percentage of Americans that wear Crocs would be 17. I, I, I don't know. It's not part of this poll, but whatever the number oh. is, it's, it's far too high. <laughs> <laughs> I gave that way too much thought then. <laughs> but I'm glad that we both understand what the premise of this game is now. Sure. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar. Okay. All right. Watch a lot of daytime TV. Okay. If you had to guess what percentage of American adults have a household income over $1 million? 4%. Okay. People guessed, and this is the poll, they polled like 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. People guessed 20% of American <laughs> households have an income over $1 million. Oh the God. real number, mm-hmm. if rounded to the nearest percent, is zero. Really? Oh, yes, wow. The, the number of households with an income over a million dollars is less than 1% and closer to zero than it is one. Wow. Wild, Holy shit. right? I, yeah, I would have thought, like, when you say combined income, like, you have, like, a rich male, you normally would think his wife would be pretty rich, and they'd have money. Damn, bro. Yeah. So, wild, wild stuff. I mean, you you hear stuff in the news all the time about, you know, this this isn't, like, a, a declaration that there isn't, like, a large gap between, like, rich people and poor people, but you would think that everybody else was a millionaire except you, you know, or at least a large portion poor people. of people. I thought yeah. four was a safe guess, honestly. Man, My guess like, was three. Okay. Hey. Yeah. No. Okay. So keep it going. Um, I like this. Okay. If you had to guess what percentage of American adults are atheists, hmm. that I would probably say in today's society, I'm saying like 38. People guess that it was 33%. It's 3%. Really? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Crazy. That is uh, not encouraging at all. Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) here we go. If you had to guess how many American adults live in New York City. It's 12 million and there's 300 million people in America, I think, 330. So I think that'd be like 3%. Yeah. People guessed 30%. 
<laughs> oh my God. People are stupid. Isn't that ridiculous? I just said 38 in the last one. Though, you would think that somebody would just be like, yeah, there's uh, this amount of people in the country. If I had to guess on the high end, there's this amount of people in New York. What would that be? <laughs> no, they were like, oh, I don't know, 30% American. <laughs> uh, and this is like not a, like, listen, okay, this is a poll. And polls are, all, all polls should be taken with a giant grain of salt. But this company that's doing this, YouGov America, they, I mean, this, they're like, this is what they do. They're very good at this. They have a great reputation for doing stuff like this. So I, I think even if it's a little bit inflated, I'm pr like, if this is real, it's just really crazy to think about what the, what people think of proportionally what things are, you know, because mm -hmm. th this is like kind of like people have these things in their head where, where, you know, you think about something and you just have it inflated in your head. For example, if you had to guess how many American adults are transgender? Oh, I would probably say like 0.2%. It's 1%. And the, wow. they estimated, the estimated proportion was 21%. So people think that 21% of Americans are transgender. That's like such a large, large number. Wow. Compared to like what it really is. That shocks me. That That's wild. Okay. Yeah. Here And here's another one. If you had to guess, how many American adults would you think are gay or lesbian? Probably that, that, that I'd say like 20%. 3%. What? 3%. And people thought that 30% of American adults were gay or lesbian. <clears throat> Damn. Okay. That man. Okay. Wow. Yeah. This shit is wild. Um, if you had to guess how many people in, how many adults in America have at least a college degree? Mm. That would, I'd say 15%. 33%. Okay. All of them have been low. So I was just like, I'm going to keep going low. Yeah. So I stopped looking like an asshole. 33%. I know, dude. That's how I felt the first time I heard this. I was like, get the fuck out of here. No way. But I'm, I'm just right here in front of me. I'm looking oh at it. 33% of people have a college degree and the polled amount was 47%. So people thought that almost half of people had a college degree and only a third of adults have a college degree, which okay. is, that's a significant number. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, you know, I, you would think that almost everybody had a college degree, but that's the biggest one so far. If you had to guess percentage, how many Americans own a gun? I'd probably say that's similar. I, I want to say one in three, but I, I, I'm going to say like 20%, like almost one in three. Uh, 32 percent yeah okay. you had it one in three yeah. um and people thought that 54 percent of americans had guns so mm. people thought that and they said hmm, half of us are strapped but not even not even close yeah if you had to guess what percentage of american adults are jewish say like seven two. Oh wow okay people thought 30 percent damn of american oh, wow. adults were jewish I thought, man i give the tribe more respect than that bro i thought they'd definitely have over five percent I thought so too, man. Damn, two percent are Jewish. Man, they got the fuck um, out of here. They went back to Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to guess what percentage of American adults are a military veteran, say like ten percent, six percent. Yeah, it's a low number. Mm -hmm. People thought that forty percent of Americans were a military veteran. Jesus, I would I'm, have guessed way higher than six. I'm just trying to think, like, how many people do I know that are really in the army, like in the military? Here is one that I think anybody who decides to have an opinion should probably know and i did not know this put a lot because of pressure it's on me such a giant issue all of the time if you had to guess what percentage of americans are black uh man ooh, that's a good one um i'd probably say 12 percent. that's exactly correct is it really mm-hmm was good and people thought that 41 percent of americans were black wow yeah, dude. So how else do you read that there's so many white people there's so many asian people so many hispanic people like gotta factor all that in i'm gonna i'm gonna describe how they get to their decision making in the database that they chose to to use so 
They include findings from two U.S. news surveys conducted by YouGov on two nationally representative samples of 1,000 U.S. adult citizens interviewed online from January 14th to 20th, 2022. The first survey include questions on groups involving race, education, blah, 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 all the things that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, samples were weighted according to gender, age, race, and education base on the U.S. Uh, Census Bureau, as well as 2016 and 2020 presidential votes or non-no votes. Okay. Um, it's an opt-in panel, so you had to like opt into the survey. The real proportions, the one they said, like they, they based off the... Um, like saying like only 0% of American households have over a million dollars income. Um, they were taking, taken from a variety of sources, including U.S. Census Bureau, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, YouGov's internal poll results, and the results of other well-established polling firms. Yeah, well, that sounds pretty fucking credible to me. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, that's just so wild to think like how inflated that we have these these things in our, in our head. The, the way that we expand them, we think that they're so much bigger yeah. Then they, re- then they really are. This shit's wild, man. Yeah, it is. Shit is crazy. We should play games more often, Frank. I like that. That was fun, right? I know. We should, uh, people need to do more more polls like this. Have you been um, keeping up with uh, Kanye news? Yeah, man. That shit, it sucks, man. Because I, I feel for bro, man. I see the, a lot of the shit he's trying to say, man, but definitely think he's not saying it the right way. <laughs> yeah. I, shit, man. I'd have, to, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. Or, or handling it the right way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I kind of want to say what he's saying is wrong. I, I don't know. I just feel like like how yeah. publicly you're doing it, bro. And right. It's just like, why? Right. Why? That's what it is, man. You're like, I listen, I feel for him too. And I, 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 I sympathize with, with the dude trying to like establish some sort of dominion over his family and his kids knowing that he can't see them all the time and he's losing control. I mean, listen, dude, I feel like any man could, could sympathize with that sort of experience, but to just air the dirty laundry out like that. And right, right. just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but also it's just not great. And if no, your ulti- yeah. like if your ultimate goal, I hate to, you know, I hate to pass judgment. Uh, you know, it's not my family. I almost feel uncomfortable talking about this, but I have had experience with divorce so I'm speaking from a place where like, I kind of, and you do too, like you, you know, yeah. we, we've been through the shit. Mm-hmm. And so you, you got to know that at the end of the day, if your ultimate goal is your children, <laughs> you just can't be doing all that, you know, yeah, you, right. you just can't be battling online. Cause they're going to, you know, of course they're going to see it. They're going to know about it. People are going to talk about it. Like you gotta, you gotta try as much as possible, but I can't tell a man who's down to what to do. You know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's very conflicting for me. It's a very conflicting situation. And he's, I mean, but he's going against like a fucking empire, bro. He's, he's going mm. against like the Kardashians and like, I feel like Kim has so much influence and, but like, and so does Kanye obviously, but like, I feel like it's just, it's gotta be crazy. And if like he, he's saying like they have split custody and then she can like strong arm him or whatever and like really run the, the show, like. He's got to be getting really, really frustrated. And if he's like, fuck it, this is my only yeah. way to get this, like, get this story to the people, I guess, or whatever, and not play these fucking games with you. I, maybe that's what he's, that that's what he's come to. I, I don't know. But like you're saying, yeah. if your end goal is your kids, it's like, you're, you're just not, it's not a good look. Certainly not. Certainly <sighs> not. It's certainly not. And, and I don't know, man, it's just so weird to like, to like defer to the people, you know, like, yeah, like, right, right. Like, check opinion. this shit out. Like, you know, like, but, but also, also at the, you could see it a different way if you, if you wanted to, like this guy sees it as an issue and he sees it as an issue for other parents. So he's like raising awareness for, you know, he, cause he's got a lot of beef with like 
how he wants his daughter to use social media and like if it's not being adhered to and he thinks it's a detriment, I could see how you get really frustrated. It's like, you know, hey, is there other people out here? Because I'm looking at this and I'm getting shot down by all these people. Yeah. Trevor Trevor Noah's on fucking his show talking shit. Yeah. So, you know, talking call me manipulative and you know, trying to play at the hearts of of all the of all women. Like uh, you invite that when you put your public shit out on the on the internet, but at the same time, it's all bad. I feel him on the TikTok thing though, bro. Like she's Me too. A young, That's what I mean, I'm saying. Like I feel <laughs> for it. I feel that too. Like I don't like I'm so with him. I'm so in agreement with yeah. what he's saying. It's crazy, bro. I went on there the other day and I'm I'm looking at the page and she's got some videos up on there that have 22 million, 50 <sighs> million. Dude, so what many millions fuck? of people like looking at his kid who, who's super uh, young. Like, that's just not cool. You know, like they do have the commas turned off. They started doing that not too long ago. But like, I feel him for not wanting that kind of like attention on your daughter when she's that young. It's just not, there's just so many weird people out there, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, she's only eight years old. That's, that's, I don't want 50 million people. I don't know. That That's me though. I, I, I don't know. Kim Kardashian, she thinks differently. They've got a whole fucking empire set up over there. So like they know what they're doing for whatever that's worth. But like, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I feel him for feeling that way about it. I agree, man. I agree. I, I, I just, I, just, I think it's, I'm not uber famous, you know, I'm not yeah. that. I, I, so like maybe she thinks like the sooner the kid gets acclimated to fame, the better because it's coming anyway. And so she's going to have to learn what to do. Right. And maybe Kanye is like, Hey, maybe not. Maybe, maybe we shield her from the bullshit and the disgustingness and all the terribleness that comes with that territory and let her make the decision on her own. That's the position I would take 1000%, 1000%. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And I got to respect the fact that he's like, you know, not afraid of it because he knows he's going to get backlash. He got suspended for a day because he was talking shit about Trevor Noah. He's beefing with DJ Hewley for some reason. Yeah, um, he's been saying a lot of shit to Pete Davidson though, man. That's what I think that's what they got him for was like cyberbullying. Yeah, I think, is, but I think that was against Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah? Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think he responded. To, I think I don't know. I'm hearing this all secondhand. I heard he was saying shit to D.L. Hewley, like I'm rich enough to pay people to hurt you. It's like, bro, you can't be putting that out there. That's fucking crazy. Oh, really? He said that? Yeah, yeah. He posted oh, that man. on Instagram, but. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Like I said, he's just like, and he's got, a, has had his like shit in the past with his mental issues and all that. So it's, it's like, I, I, I have so much respect for the man, bro, which sucks because I feel like I have a big bias when I look at the situation, like pro him. <laughs> and I yeah. think he's like a crazy genius. So like, that's just like goes with it. But I don't know. It's hard to watch it so publicly. I agree, man. I agree. But you know, like I said, I got to kind of respect the, you know, the firm stance. I feel him, man. You know what? Yeah. I also felt that way today. I don't know if you heard this story. This is like a follow-up of a story we did earlier. That swimmer from from Penn. I saw that. Th yeah. Does she won the national championship? Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't. I don't agree with like any of the premises, but like I saw that today and I was like, damn it, I have to respect the hustle. Yeah. Did it to the end, man. Took took shit from left and right and didn't quit. And if you're in it, you're in it. And she was in it, dude. She won the whole fucking thing. Hey, I don't agree with any of it, but I looked at that and I was like, well, yeah, if you're going to do it, might as well do it. I, I almost like hesitate to say that because I disagree so greatly with like the whole 
premise of all of it. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta respect the hustle. She went didn't quit. Yeah. Did not quit. And gosh, man, like I couldn't imagine like the pressure every time I'd go out there and like, just know that people were not happy with me doing what I was doing. And I continued to, you know, like it takes guts to do that. It takes a lot of fortitude to, to continue on that road to just not give a fuck. That's what I'm saying, man. Like the attitude, I, I can't sit here and talk shit about that. Cause it's like, I respect that almost more than anything. And even though like, it's just, to me, it sets like one of the worst precedents ever, ever and time will tell but like if this continues to grow in this trend dude this person it's not the she's not the best swimmer on her team she's the best swimmer in the nation yeah and dude what i saw the other day is that at one time when she was a biologic like when she was a man she was 554th in the 200 freestyle for men's swimming like college swimming mm. and she's now number one yeah that's a rough large jump <sighs> rough man it's crazy rough. It is crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. And like, you know, I think if you just needed like any further proof and maybe I'm wrong and and I just haven't seen these stories, but this isn't an issue in men's sports. It's true. Yeah. yeah You're never going to see this issue ever. Like who's going to, who's going to be the best in the nation. I'm, I'm telling you one day, the greatest field goal kicker of all time will be a woman. I hope. God, well, oh, <laughs> That's man, possible, that'd be, bro. That'd be the position. That would be, that would be the, yeah, that would be the only thing. Not Maybe. a punter, because you don't want to have to, you know what I'm uh, saying? But even Not a kicker, punter. dude, that's scary. That's I mean, scary. Could you imagine the only way you could kicker. do that is if you if you like removed kick kick returns, which I don't doubt could happen. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, that definitely could happen. And if that happens, you, you never know what could happen. It opens the door wide up. I I bet you there's, I don't know, maybe. You th- I don't know. I don't know how, how, how far a girl can actually kick a ball. But like, could you, like, do you think a girl could like clear a 61 yarder? I think a girl can do anything a man can do, Frank. Well, there you go. There's your answer. There you go. Dude, the, uh, do you know who the, the highest scorer in NFL history is? A kicker. Uh, Sebastian is. Janikowski. It's not. Close though. No? Yeah, close. I don't, I don't know. It is Adam Vinatieri. Ah, okay. That makes sense. For yeah. sure. Isn't that wild? He had a, he had a good long career. You know he was who, in, he was well in his forties when he retired. Yeah, he was. Dude, it's it's funny, man. The number two guy, Martin Anderson, is kicker. No way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Gary Anderson, kicker, number three. Gary. <laughs> Wonder if they're related at all. That's hilarious. He's born in South Africa, and the number four point scorer in NFL history is indeed a Detroit Lion, Mister Jason Hansen. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Jason Hansen. When, yeah. when did he When did he play? Bro, he was our kicker from like 92 to I think like 2012. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, he played till he was 42. Good for him, man. You know, I used to be a Detroit um, sports fan when I was a kid. That's so cool. You made for, a good choice by leaving us. For uh, sports that weren't in San Diego. Like I used to root for the Pistons and I used to play. I, I never watched hockey, but I loved okay. the sport and I would play video games, hockey uh-huh. video games all the time. And I would always be the Red Wings. Good Red shit, Wings. Bro. And the and the Predators. I for some reason like the Predators. So you fucked around with like Sergey Fedorov and Steve Eiserman, Chris Chelios. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. This yeah, was yeah. This was still this was still. I don't know. This wasn't. Was this Eiserman? This was like 2004. 2004. Were they? Yeah, they won the cup in 2003. I think that's when he retired. Was after that cup. I think. Okay. Okay. I don't know. He might have played a little bit longer, but he's. I remember, us but now. it's whatever. That's why I like University of Michigan because I I lived there. And yeah, that's right. The, yeah. the shit didn't really exist in, in, in California like it does in the Midwest, college sports and all that. So, Who's the hockey team that's like the most popular in San Diego for a professional? Would it be the Kings? Uh, I'd be the Ducks probably. 
Ducks. Okay. Yeah, they're a little closer. Yeah, the ducks, the ducks and the angels, they kind of like share that market. That like the market uh, where like Orange County and San Diego kind of blend. So like yeah. anywhere, anywhere really in that area and even into San Diego. Because it's not LA, but it's not San Diego. It's like it's Orange, own. yeah, it's Orange Orange County, which yeah. is wild. Like the the over the overspill from LA is big enough to have two different professional sports teams. That is crazy. <laughs> so, it's so wild, dude. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like the same thing for uh, New Jersey. True. They got the, yeah. the Nets yeah. and the... And the um, well, they're Brooklyn Nets now. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. The New Jersey Devils. But yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Anaheim's growing like wild. What else is going on? Um, I don't know. I guess we could continue to talk about Russia. Did, did you did you listen yeah. to the most recent speech about um, from Putin? I just was watching a speech today, but I don't know. It was on TikTok, so I don't know when the fuck it was from. <laughs> well, I, I don't really have the... I mean, I could play it. I don't really particularly want to, though. But it was pretty It was pretty crazy, man. He, he was definitely, like, agitated. You could tell he was, um, like, a little bit... He was definitely cognizant of his position. Mm-hmm. He acknowledged that the sanctions were kind of taking their toll. He called out all the rich people in Russia. He said, like, um, all these people who are, you know, have a, a villa in Miami or in France and are eating foie gras, like, you're taking r- money you earned in Russia and you're just gallivanting around the world. But, like, more than that, you're part of that world. Like, you're no longer like Russian, basically. You're like, you're, you've abandoned the credo, the, what it means to be Russian. And mm. you've adopted the Western ideology, this, that, and the other. Drawn a line in the sand. I guess, kind of, I don't know. It was weird. Like you could tell he was super agitated. Mm. Um, but what else is weird is that there's now a massive federal probe into Hunter Biden. All of a sudden, did you hear about this? No, I did not. Yeah, so you may or may not have heard back when the election was going on that there was like weird shit going on with Hunter Biden. A couple of weeks ago, we d- discussed his involvement in Ukraine as a head of one of their energy companies, but there's a probe going on into his uh, into his taxes. Oh. And this probe confirmed that the laptop existed. The one that was that big, great source of uh, controversy during the election. The the whole point about this is that there's a lot of shit on that on that laptop that was talking about Ukraine and like the United States involvement in a deep, deep, deep level with Ukraine. So this story that we've been kind of like you know pushing a little bit, like hey, you know, yeah, this is all very bad in Ukraine and the there's a very clear evil and a very clear agitator. But if you look deeper into the story, like nobody's really innocent. And so you look at this now and there's all this information that was being brought to light way sooner. Had we known about all this information and actually took it seriously, who knows what this situation Ukraine looks like right now? Because, you know, we could have looked at the whole situation differently and been like, oh, you know, we actually have a whole lot of corruption going on. And all these things that are being said now about people being like a Putin apologist or saying that you're pushing Russian propaganda, this, that, and the other. Like there's videos coming up of people asking these questions like way back in 2013, Stephen Colbert, when he had his old show on Comedy Central, he had some guy on and he was talking to them and he asked him all these questions that were like people are asking today of Ukraine as they're, you know, currently all of that have all of the momentum of the West. So mm. I don't know. 
I guess I'm kind of rambling here, but there's just the webs that this shit turns and like the things you find out about the intricacies of all this global geopolitics. It's just so, so crazy. I don't know. Yeah. It fascinates now, me, man. You think they'll get any trouble from anything they found or you think it's just, like... I don't know, man, because it doesn't seem like it's gathering a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of support. Yeah. I can imagine for sure. As the president is his father. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's just all, uh, it's just all wacky. It's just all real, real wacky. Hmm. But as I say that, um, there's like stories coming out left and right, man, of just like the most terrible atrocities. People, I mean, just like schools and kids and just everywhere, man. Like you, I think you mentioned it last time that we kind of like, you know, it, we kind of got numb. We're getting like a little bit numb to it. And yeah. all these stories are coming out and I'm seeing them, but like, it seems as though like there's nothing we can do. So like the the big outrage of it all is kind of, I feel like it's kind of died down a little bit. And we're only three weeks in. Right. Our country doesn't have an attention span for a war anymore, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like we'll still, we'll still try and pay attention and keep it going and, you know, just keep pushing it because we feel for them. But I don't know, man. I don't know what the end game is here. It's all very scary. Yeah. This is Stephen Colbert talking about Ukraine in 2013. I just wish Ronald Reagan were still alive to fix this mess. Here to tell me how to reanimate Reagan is the editor of Foreign Affairs magazine, Gideon Rose. Mr. Rose, thank you so much for being here. There's the magazine, Foreign Affairs. Now, 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 now Gideon, uh, help me out here. We've got, a, we've got a battle. The Ukraine, some of them want to go into the EU, the European Union, right. uh, and some of them want to stay with Russia. If the Ukraine's not in Europe right now, what continent is it on? Well, it's part of Eurasia, but it's part of Eastern Europe and the former Soviet bloc. Uh -huh. It's basically Robin to Russia's Batman. And the challenge here, the challenge here is to try to attract it to the West, to get it to flip sides. So the, the rebels in the streets, what are they fighting for? They're fighting for a better future. Countries have a development. That sounds like a political speech. Like, no, but it's they, actually true. Really... Countries have to develop over time. And Ukraine basically, after it, the uh, end of the Soviet Union, faced two tracks. It could stay a sort of stagnant, corrupt, authoritarian country tied to Russia, or it could essentially join the West. It could modernize, liberalize, become a democracy. Uh, at the last minute, when it looked like it was going to trade up from its sort of uh, uh, abusive relationship with its boyfriend from the hood to a, a nice yuppie. Uh, uh, You're not loading these choices no, in any way it's whatsoever. Actually, it's actually true. When it looked like it was going to trade up to a better uh, environment, uh, at the last minute, Putin offered a bribe. How much? Uh, uh, 15 billion. Uh, That's a lot of cash, It's man. a lot of cash. And the president, who himself was tied to the old elites and the eastern part of the country with ties to Russia, decided to back off the change and go Do you know how Russia. many pirate-themed restaurants you can buy with $15 billion? The problem was the western parts of the country and the younger parts of the country and the more modern liberal parts of the country basically knew that they had no future being Russia's, Russia's vassal. Do and we, so they took to the streets. Is America taking sides in this in any way? If, if these people, the, the rebels are winning right now, right? Yes, just so recently. Why isn't Obama spiking the ball in the end zone and calling Putin and saying, hey, you might have won the medal count, but we won the country count, biatch. <laughs> It's actually a very good question, and the answer is that we don't want Russia to intervene and kick over the table like a game of risk and take Ukraine back. And so Would they we, do that? Could he send in troops? Yes, he could. So we are choosing... Now, does Ukraine have any troops of their own? Would they fight back? Yes, but we don't want this to escalate, and we don't want Russia to crack down. So we want to basically distract Russia. Oh, look, you have the highest medal count. Oh, you did really well. Uh, 
man. You know, focus possible. on the Olympics. Here's a shiny object. Focus we'll just take on. an entire country away from you. Basically. Now, there's a power vacuum right now. There's a power vacuum. The opposition is all together, which everybody, it's, it's easy to agree on getting rid of the bad old regime and much harder to create a stable country in which everybody compromises and moves forward. Well, so, they, need, they need a strong leader to move the country forward. Do you know who's always good at a moment like that? Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Do you think he might volunteer to come in and, and, and help Ukraine? The reason we don't want we don't want we don't want Putin to get involved in this. And so we are basically we want to try and involve him in this decision so that he allows Ukraine to go. We actually want to not we want to say we want a non-exclusive relationship with Ukraine. You can have a relationship with it, too. You're the only one making this into a girlfriend boyfriend relationship. <laughs> Ukraine is basically choosing its future between two completely different courses of action. And we're trying to blur that choice so the old boyfriend doesn't get too upset when it makes the right choice towards us. Mm. <laughs> He might punch us in the face. Well, thank you so much, Gideon Rose. Gideon Rose, Foreign Affairs Magazine. We'll be right back. Boom, there you got it. Proof positive. We wanted them. Wow. We wanted them. We didn't want Russia to have them. We got our way when they elected Zelensky. And you heard it there. Would they, would they invade them? You betcha they would. Wow. When is that from? 2013. Wow. Wild. And you know, it's crazy. You talk about any of that today and you get, you get shouted down. People are getting shouted down left and right as, as pushing Russian propaganda. It's just wild. But, um, you know, that's just, that's just the nature of it. So I'll just say it again. I'll say it a thousand times. I'll, I'm what, no war, dude, no war. There's yeah. no justification for it. There's no justification for an escalation. We do not belong over there. This is horseshit. And I feel like it's just like immovable force towards that. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see what, like you're saying, immovable. It feels like it's slow moving, but like we just keep, keeps progressing, keeps happening. And who knows, man, I just don't see who's going to stop. I don't see Putin just be like, oh, all right. Yeah. Here's the thing also is it's very, you know, we've talked, we've touched on the corporations making decisions and our, our ability to just like completely declare what would be nuclear war on their economy, you know, just give them the big ugly axe and threw around our power as we, as we could. But, you know, the only thing I can think of is this guy just didn't see this happening the way that it planned and, you know, hold on to all hope that this, you know, that this doesn't become some desperation move. And they have backing from China now. T t today, the one of their deputies for foreign affairs came out. It's you know an official for the government in China, and he was like, "Let me make our position on Russia very clear. We we basically we see the West getting embarrassed as something that they deserve, and as something that they've been." Um, it's something that they've been asking for ever since they thought that they owned the world after the Cold War. So China is not too happy with us for whatever, like, you know, for the history of, of us just trying to, like, push our boot down on, you know, a good chunk of the world for a long time. And Soviet Union and China seem to be in lockstep in, in an attempt to say, no, that's not what's going to happen. And fuck that's me, scary. dude. Yeah. yeah, because what if tomorrow Putin's just like, you know what? I see all of these sanctions as that. And if you guys don't end these sanctions, 
I see that as an act of aggression and we're talking, having another conversation and, and we have China here with us. You know what I'm like? He could, they could put their dick on the table if they wanted to at a point, bro. Yeah. And I, you know, I've heard for years, bro. I've heard for years that we're on a collision course and it's always been with China. Every time I've heard this, it's always been with China. A lot of people have discounted Russia. I think a lot of people are also surprised that they made the first move doing what they did, but it's always been China, this China, this China, that, and I feel like you speak that shit and you hear about it and you put it into existence. And Julian Assange was talking about war. He was basically saying that like, if you look at any war in the past 50 years, you will see that the media had a chance to stop every single war. But what they didn't do is they didn't investigate their government far enough for whatever reason, call it corruption, call it whatever you want. They didn't investigate far enough. They didn't question all of the uh, official statements that are coming out of the government. They didn't. They didn't go in and dig deep. And if they did, and they and they were resilient and their jobs as journalists, then they would have found that all of the wars in the past 50, 60 years that the, the United States have been a part of, the public has had to have been manipulated in order to believe in them. And this is every single war because there's no justification for war when you're not provoked. And are you a believer that World War II was provoked, or is this not counting that? No, no, no. This is this is way after World War. We're not talking about World War II. Do you buy into that at all, though? World War II with like us having knowledge of Pearl Harbor being bombed and not stopping it. No, 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 no. I don't believe in that at all. No, no. I, I've yeah. I've taken in far too many far too many history podcasts about that incident to believe that that was true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. President Roosevelt basically ran on that. He basically mm-hmm. ran on saying, "I'm not going to bring, I'm not going to put your sons in, in a war." That was his, that was basically his promise to American wow. people. So yeah, I mean, like when your hands force, your hands force. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. What we're talking about after the cold war mm-hmm. okay. and, and that was his point. And it's so true. It was true then. And it's true now. And we have so many people up top just yapping off at the, at the, at the, at the rooftops asking for things that would be such a high escalation that, you know, God, man. It just scares the ever-living bejesus out of me, Al. Yeah, I feel you, man. I got a little three-and-a-half-month baby, bro. I don't want none of that shit coming our way. Yeah, man. Like, how could you How could you be in that position and not think anything else? And yeah. that's a lot of the stories that you're hearing um, um, coming out of uh, Ukraine. And it's everyone, dude. Everybody is reporting this. And you know how I feel about everybody reporting th- one thing, but everyone's saying that morale at the Russian front line is just based off of things that they've, that they've seen. The only calculation they can make is that the morale is just non-existent in the How's, Russian I troops. wonder what the morale looks like in Ukraine. Cause like I've seen maps and like Russia is making like steps in there. It's slow and steady, but like they are, they are gaining ground. Yeah, they definitely like. are. But I, I feel like they've already made the decision. It's life or death. You know, it's like this, if I die on this, on this ground, defending my home, then it's a death worth having. So yeah. I'm sure the like, I'm sure they don't feel great, but I, I'm sure that they're like way more resilient and willing to fight than maybe the Russians. There's like, you know, there's like reports that generals are, are actually on the front lines. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, and then the way that these military strategists see that is like, well, the only reason you would be at the front line if you're a general is to make sure that the shit is going, you know, like uh, to know yeah. that there's no room for this and like, you know, tr- try some shit if you want, but like, you know, we don't, we don't deal with deserters any, any other way than we deal with our enemies. So, you know, mm, damn, 
I know, but, dude. It's all. Did you hear Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. It was actually a, honestly, dude, it was a heavy ass speech. Really? Yeah, man. It was full of raw emotions. Shit was wild. He was talking about his dad being, uh, being a Russian soldier. And he was like, he came home jaded and fucked up the rest of his life because he bought in to the lies he was told to go fight. And he never the same. And he was like, you have to change course. You can't be doing this. Mm. It's like, damn, Arnold. Getting real with the people. Of all peoples. I need to go to bed, Frank. I got work yeah, in the morning. Man, me too. It's late. It is. I'm glad we did this though. Got it knocked out a little right before the weekend too. I'm glad too. I'm, Any weekend plans? Um, I'm playing Tory Pines. Oh, you bastard. I know. I'm very excited about it. I haven't played golf in months. I'm excited for you. I got my mom coming in town, so we're going to get to go uh, on a date. We haven't gone on a date in months. Oh, so that's, nice. That's Where are you going? I don't know. I'm going to let her decide. We are going to see a movie afterwards. I think I'm going to go see Batman for the second time. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. Highly recommend. You should go check it out. Yeah. I highly recommend um, not filling up your schedule with things that don't allow you to go see the Batman movie. <laughs> that's what I, I highly recommend our sponsor gun barrel coffee drinking a good smooth cup of coffee is a treat all by itself but when you can help american heroes it is that much better our sponsor gun barrel coffee is proud to donate one dollar from every item purchased to veterans and first responder charities all across our country they offer 14 different blends and roasts which you can get in whole bean ground or single serve pods and right now, as a friend of our ship, you can use the promo code FNH10. You'll save 10% at checkout when you buy their products at gunbarrelcoffee.com. That's promo code FNH10. Gunbarrel Coffee, damn good coffee, damn good cause. Make sure you uh, hop into the link in our bio. Check out our swagger. You, there are even some links that kind of redirect you to the Gunbarrel Coffee. So if you want to get some of their stuff, you can also go to their website, gunbarrelcoffee.com. Fucks with your boys. Yep, what he said. Um, you can hit us up uh, any way you wish on Twitter at FrenchBenH, on Instagram and TikTok at FrenchNewsHour, and email bummerdude.media at gmail.com. That's bummerdude.media at gmail.com. Adios. Get some sleep.